Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Uh, uh, the mother guys ain't got no style. We know what's up before we go down. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the fans' voice. You hit on vocals. This what the people need and what they want now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. 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 Turn up. What it do, folks? What's happening? What's going down? What's going on? This is your homie, homie CL on Bat Live on the Rundown South. Got to know that. And I'd like to thank y'all for joining me, however you're joining me. Hopefully you came from, from therundown.com. That's D-A, rundown.com. Got to know that. And if you like this right here, you can go ahead and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, at the Rundown South. Same thing on Facebook, Instagram, all that and above. I don't know. Y'all need to tell me what y'all want from the Instagram. Man. I don't know what to do with that thing. I feel a little too old for that. You know, it's just like this Snapchat thing, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm on it, but I ain't on it. I feel like I'm a little too old for that, man. But uh, today, we got the homie, homie G. Some of y'all know him as Smooth Orator from Negroes with a Podcast. You might know him from Abernathy Magazine or the Smoking Section. Uh, we talk some sports, music, a little bit of relationship in there because they had a funny pile a while back. Uh, kind of had this one held down for a little bit. Been trying to get the Bennett back right. You know, sometimes you got to get the Bennett back right. But, uh, you know, we back at it full of the fact. Y'all just look for some dope content coming up. Y'all check out this pod. Um, I got a couple best of us coming up next. So y'all stay tuned. And uh, without further ado, here's a homie G, uh, a.k.a. Smooth Orbiter, on the Rundown South. Gotta know that. Let's do it. Uh, uh, all right, so you write uh, a lot about music, you said, for the smoking section? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, what uh, what's some of the things that that you feel, I guess, is like unique about your perspective, especially like on hip hop? I'm, I'm assuming that's what you're writing about. Yeah. Like, uh, you you, I'm about to say, like, do you have any? Uh, how you want to say that? Uh, philosophies when it comes to it, because I know y'all talk a lot about Drake and Future. And oh, uh, not as far you mean as far as listening to music or as far as writing about it, either or. Like, oh, okay, okay. Well, as far as listening to it, man, like I listen to to anybody at least once. Like that's my I, I have a I have a personal policy that I don't criticize music that I don't listen to. Okay. So if I tell you if I say something is whack or if I say something is trash, like I've actually listened to that person to give my opinion. And sometimes my opinion changes on a particular artist if they do something that, you know what I'm saying, 
that I was paying attention to or I may have not been paying attention to or if they were featured on somebody else's shit that I was listening to. And I was like, oh, let me double back. Maybe I missed it the first time or whatever. And I'll give you a perfect example of who I'm talking about. Young Thug. Mm. Uh, Young Thug, when Stoner came out, I was like, oh, okay, this shit kind of cool or whatever. Like, this, you know, it's a little Ryan song or whatever. And then I tried to, like, listen to one of his tapes. And I was like, yeah, this shit not, this shit not cool at all. Like, you know, he kind of whack or whatever. So, you know, I'd be going back and forth. I'd be arguing about music or whatever. He just, you know what I'm saying? And saying he was whack or whatever. But sometimes I, 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 I'll walk it back a little bit. So when Slime, uh, when Slime Season 3 was getting ready to come, I was like, you know what? I'll check this out or whatever. And I actually, you know what I'm saying, I kind of fucked with it a little bit. I was like, you know, this ain't bad. This ain't yeah. bad. Then I was listening to Chance the Rapper new tape, the coloring book, mm-hmm. and he got a feature on there. It was it's him, Lil Yachty, and Chance. And I was like, yo, Young Thug, crush this shit. Like, he really came through, you know what I'm saying, shut this yeah. shit down or whatever. And yeah. I was so, you know what I'm saying, with music, I just, like, I'm a, I mean, I grew, I grew up arguing about music, particularly, like, on the internet. Like, <laughs> I was, uh, there's a, uh, a website called All Hip Hop, and okay, they used man. to have their message board. So, like, I would be in high school, 14, 15 years old, up like all day arguing people about music, arguing people about <laughs> music, arguing people about music. So, arguing about music on Twitter is like a natural extension of that, right? But I mean, you had to actually know what the fuck he was talking about too. So, I had to like listen to the people that I, you know, either I did like or I didn't like or whatever. As far as writing about music, um, I mean, I just take the same opinions, the same things that I feel when I'm thinking about the music that I'm listening to, and I just write it. You know what I'm saying? I know uh, we'll take Drake, for instance. Like, I'm highly, like, I'm hypercritical of Drake. Every Anybody that follows me on Twitter knows that I'm always talking shit about Drake. But the thing that I always tell people is I'm hypercritical of Drake because I've listened to, like, every single thing that Drake's ever put out. Like, I got all his mixtapes, I got all his albums. Like, I listen to Drake. I'm a fan of Drake. I'm mm-hmm. not the biggest fan. But I am a fan of the man's music. I do check for when he's getting ready to release something. But it's like, I think sometimes I get into arguments with fans and they're like, they try to make Drake, to, they try to tell me, or they try they try to say that Drake is something. And I don't think Drake is that thing. They think that Drake is a legend. They think that Drake is classic. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think that that's true. So when I'm arguing with people, people think that I'm just being a hater. And it's like, no, like I'm just critiquing the music as I'm listening to it or whatever. So right. that's, I just try to be fair. That's that's the one thing I do try to do. I try to be fair about the music that I listen to and when I'm judging artists. Okay, so I'm going to piggyback on basically both of the artists that you just talked about because we have some some similar dynamics when it comes to both of them. Uh, it took me a while to really come around on Young Thug and then... It might have been the same tape. It might have been the Slime Season 3. Uh, I was listening to it like during like my title free trial. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro, kind of snapping on that guy. And then it's like, like you said, you hear him on a feature somewhere. And you be like, yeah, okay, Young Thug really be bringing it. And the thing that I can really appreciate about him is his his technique. You know, he's... As much as he might sound like he's mumbling, it's it's real precise. It's just you got to keep up with it. And uh, <clears throat> I know my girl, she would give me a lot of slack about listening to Young Thug. She was like, why are you listening to this? <laughs> I was like, man, you, you got to really like rap music to like this dude. You just can't be some <laughs> casual fan and jump into no Young Thug. But... Uh, <laughs> But uh, you know, my, yeah, my girl be my girl be getting on my neck too. But she be like, she be funny with it. Like, I'm a huge Vince Staples, Vince Staples fan. Like, I discovered Vince Staples I think sometime last year, like right before Summertime 06 came out. 
And my girl, she's like, she she's always saying something that's like real off the wall. She has this thing with names. She'll always misname something when she's trying to be funny. So I'll be listening to Vince Staples, and Vince Staples is like dark and moody music. And she's like, why are you listening to Vic Stapler? And I'll be like, that's not, that's not his name. I need you to not do that. Like, I don't understand. Like, why don't you just go to Staples and just buy it? I'm like, that's 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 Being not any of this disrespectful. Whatever. I'll give you another example of somebody that I, I came on too late. Future. Mm. <laughs> I, I was not. I, man, you you could probably pull the tweets us from like the tweets are from like six months ago, and I was like, man, this, this is trash. Fuck y'all, listen to Future. Shit is garbage. And then I heard March Madness, and I was like, all right, I got to walk it back a little bit. <laughs> uh, walk it back a little bit. And then I was working this office job, and um, we allowed to listen to music in the office because the, the work is so redundant. And I somehow, some way, ended up listening to What a Time to Be Alive. And when I tell you, like, I pretty much brainwashed myself into loving that album because I listened to that album, like, every single day for hours and hours and hours at a time. I'm like... The production on this shit is lust. Like this nigga future just snapping, break yeah. just not sucking. But this nigga future <laughs> is wilding out. And I was like, man, like you know, sometimes with music, it's just it's like a mood thing. Like oh, a project might not hit you that they put out, but then another project might get you, and they might give you another perspective that you can double back on. So I just try to keep an open mind when it comes to the music. Okay, now the Drake thing is getting really interesting because we're hitting a point. <clears throat> Well, I think there's two things going on with Drake. For one, he's he's gotten comfortable enough with himself to allow other people to write music for him. And mm-hmm. I think that's really important in the growth of an artist because what happens is you start getting less into, you know, having the best verse on a song and more into just making the best music. And right now, you know, Drake is he makes really good music. Uh, my issue with him is it doesn't seem to be maturing like I would like Drake to do because I don't know sonically like the I, the new one I haven't listened to it all the way but I see he's trying some new things and I'm hoping mm-hmm. that ends up making the the next album more I guess you could say musically cohesive but uh, that that's where I'm at I would just like the content to be a little bit more mature. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just stop talking about all the girls that play you and, you know, <laughs> why she won't call you back. And if she gives this dude head and she, you know, like, if she check, like, bro, like, just come with something else, man. Like, we know that that was young Drake. Now you like 30 something, bro. Do something else. Yeah. And I, I always say that my thing with Drake is. I don't even think he needs to talk about something else. I think he needs to go deeper in the things that he talks about. But I also no longer consider Drake a rap artist. Drake oh, is wow. officially is officially a pop artist because part of being a rapper is writing your own shit. And it's Drake no longer does that. And the, the wild thing about Drake not writing his raps is that it doesn't matter to his fans. And I think it doesn't matter to his fans because they don't they, they also don't see him as a rapper as well, because, mm. and you know, we, we, we got, we got into this debate and people were like, well, when, when was that like a rule? And I'm like, if you've been oh. listening to rap, <laughs> if you've been listening to rap for, I don't know, the last 10, 15, 20 years, like that was always a thing. Like that was how we, that's how we tiered MCs. Like 
this is a top tier MC. This is like a second level MC who could be a top tier MC. This is like, you know, uh, an okay MC. Like, and I'm not saying that you have to be the best rapper to make the best music because right. you don't, right? Like, I'm a huge Young Jeezy fan. Huge Young Jeezy yeah. fan. Jeezy's not really the best. He's not really the best rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? He get his message across. Not really the best technically proficient rapper. He makes, he made, made great music. Right. But I'm pretty sure Jeezy wrote his own shit too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, I don't, I, and people, and I don't feel like I'm holding Drake to some, to some super high standard or anything like that. Like you said, you, you make these proclamations that you're the king. You want to right. be the king. You take shots at niggas because you want to be the king. So if you're going to do that, I think that expecting you to write your own raps is not really like a super huge ask for anybody to do. It's not. And because like I rap myself, I just haven't put out any music in a good long while. I'm thinking about doing it because my homie's trying to talk me into it. <laughs> but I totally get that. My thing is, like, I can understand why he's doing it. For the record sales, my thing is, I, I don't want to take anything away from him as an MC unless you told me, uh, like, some of that early Drake stuff, somebody wrote that too, then I'd be totally out on Drake because that yeah, early stuff was snapping. Right, but and that's the thing, right? When Meek Mill said it and then Drake, Drake really hasn't even responded to Meek saying that, right? Like, he's never really come out and said anything like, no, people don't write my lyrics or I write all of my own lyrics. He's just kind of like... Meek said it, and it just kind of like went to the side. He just started cracking jokes and shit, you know. Saying drop, he dropped, it, you know, dropped a couple of diss records, but he never really addressed the fact that Meek called him out for not writing his own shit. And it's like, that's okay. Like, but now I have to start questioning things. Like, how long have you not been writing your own raps? Mm-hmm. Like, are we just talking about now because you feel like you've sold so many records, you want to do something different? Like, what about when you were rapping on So Far Gone? What about comeback season? Like, have you always been having somebody there writing behind you? How long has Quentin Miller been around? Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't, and you don't want those kind of questions if they're talking about your legacy as being like one of rap's greats, right? Like, that's not a thing that you want surrounding your, you know, you don't want to asterisk next to your name for that kind of shit. If we're talking about the pantheon of being a great rapper. Now, if we're talking about just being a great artist, quote unquote, or just being a great musician, quote unquote, then people writing your own raps is fine. We just can't call that shit rap anymore. We just gonna have to call it pop music. Mm, you know, one yeah. dance to controller and that kind of shit. We just have to start calling that shit what it is. It's not, you know, it's not expressions of new types of rap. That shit's just not rap music. <laughs> and I don't. Then people did the same thing with Yeezus. It's like, oh, Yeezus is stretching the, the the genre and boundaries of rap. That shit's not rap. <laughs> that is a form of music that I don't readily identify with and that doesn't seem to have any sort of anchoring in rap music other than the fact that occasionally he raps on the song so it's like if we're going to have a rap category then let's have a rap category if we're, just not, if we're not going to have one then let's just not have one but certain shit needs to be called what it is and certain shit needs to be called what it ain't now would you call Yeezus hip hop? no you wouldn't even I, call I mean, it hip hop? I don't, I don't think it's hip hop I think it's just Kanye trying to stretch the boundaries of whatever he thinks music should be allowed just, to do or whatever he thinks rap should be allowed to do. And like we'll take 808s and Heartbreaks for an example, right? Like I don't think that's a rap album. That nigga's singing auto-tune like the entire fucking album, yeah. right? So we just yeah. we just call that like Kanye's take on R&B. Like okay. we can call it that. Like we can't call that rap because there isn't any actual rapping on it. Right. 
and I love 808 and Heartbreaks because I think I that do was, too. It was one of those. I do too. It was one of the moments where I felt like Kanye really put his his like producer skills on the line. You know, mm-hmm. he he really put it out there to show you, like, man, if I want to, I could go this whole other lane, and it's gonna be dope, and y'all yep. gonna feel it. And that, <clears throat> like, after that, I be like, I was already a Kanye fan, but that's really what made me put him in a whole another stratosphere as far as artists, you know, that do hip hop. Right, and you can, and and that's exactly how you can phrase it: artists that do hip hop. Like the thing about Ado is and Heartbreaks is. It feels like everybody must have been going through a breakup at the time that that album came out. <laughs> because so many people that I know were like, yo, when 808 and Heartbreaks dropped, the nigga was going through it. And then I heard that 808 and Heartbreaks thought me and Kanye was just going to ride that whole summer out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't I don't take anything away from 808 and Heartbreaks. I don't have a problem with people trying to stretch the genres of music in general or what, you know, Kanye's things like, I don't want to be in a box. I want to I want to be outside of a box. I want to create. I want to create who I want to be. And I think that you can respect that, but don't have to call it rap music, right? Like, I don't think you have to do that at the same time. So, Yeezus, as far as I'm concerned, like, well, Yeezus is trash. So, we'll start there. (laughs) I think Yeezus is trash, but I also don't think of it as a rap album because it sounds like a rock album that somebody's just kind of rapping over. Like, there's like a few, you know, Blood on the Leaves is kind of like, you know, rap, rap rap-ish, Black Bound too, which is like, you know, Soul Sample Kanye, which everybody points out. But like, on site and goddamn new slaves and I am a god and the shit about the Asian soy chicken sauce <laughs> like that shit like I don't I don't that's not that ain't no rap like I right. can't hold my liquor like that's like that could have been on it it's a heartbreaks with as far as the sound and the auto tune usage right like it's not yeah it's just just everywhere so I don't I don't necessarily consider that shit rap music. Now all right I want to speed it up a little bit I want to ask you about a few artists because like I have some some theories like now one of my theories is as good as Nicki Minaj is at rapping I don't think she'll ever be capable of making a classic album no that is you are absolutely right on that and I don't even think she's good at rapping but you don't think so I mean when I hear when I start hearing some safari free safari free verses with Nicki Minaj sounding dope then we can talk about whether or not she can rap but until that particular point hold up bring that back hold up bring that back (laughs) We can run it back. What you, what, what, you, what you trying to do? No, I'm just saying. Like, so you, so you saying, Safari had a big influence on what Nicki Minaj became. He's he was there in the beginning. He was there for a long time. When people started, whenever whenever people decided they liked Nicki Minaj's music, he was there. People are saying they no longer like Nicki Minaj's music, and he's not there. So that lets me know. Or it, it makes me feel as if there is something there. People were saying that he was helping her with writing. And that's cool. That's fine. But I was never super high on Nicki Minaj in the first place. So it like her falling off, quote unquote, or her not making as good music, like I, w- I didn't I didn't think she was that good in the first place. Right. So I, as far as her making a classic, it's not gonna happen. I can almost guarantee you that that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Now, the reason I say that she won't make a classic album is because uh, she she's good in really small doses. Like mm-hmm. if you know, if you listen to her on anything that Wayne might have her on, 
or that monster verse like that was the one the monster verse was the one that was like okay maybe she's capable of doing something great <clears throat> but i actually went sat down and listened to a couple of her albums and i was like oh she just can't carry a whole album right you know she's she's basically a good role player she's like andre iguodala on the warriors <laughs> i mean everybody can't make a good album it's hard to make an album i mean we 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 have to actually admit that like it's really difficult to make an album it's really difficult to make a good album. It's difficult to make a great album. And it's almost impossible to make a classic because we have a lot of shitty. Al- you think about all the rap albums that come out on a year to year basis and how many of them that you would actually think are like, oh, this is like a bona fide classic. And you didn't even got to go that far. How many of these are just simply great albums? You don't get a lot of those either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to make a great album. Ask Drake. Hard to make a great album. He has one. He has what? Five albums? He has one like he has one great album, which would be Take Care. He has like another he has like a, another really good album, and nothing was the same. And I think uh, nothing was the same, and maybe like a step below, nothing was the same as Thank Me Later, which I didn't actually think was that bad, but a lot of people don't like it. Um, but Drake's problem is cohesiveness, which I think is one of the most important things when when it comes to making an album, and a lot of people can't get that shit down. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's usually the the biggest downfall when people put out music is. Either one, they're, I guess you could say like they they either make music like in a tunnel where, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like that one type of sound or it's like they try to expand too much and they don't really know like where to cut off the boundaries at. uh, Right. Which is why Kanye is so great when it comes to crafting albums. Which is why Kanye is so great when it comes to crafting albums because he's a producer at heart. Like that's how what he started out doing. So he's he knows what what the sound is, what what a sound can sound like when you add in all these different parts. One of my my favorite, uh, well, my second favorite Kanye album is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. My oh, first my favorite shit. Kanye album, <laughs> that's late registration. Uh, but for this example, I use my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy because late registration had more of him at the front lines. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was sort of like a collaborative album. Yeah. All these, you had Pushing T, Jay Z, Goddamn Rick Ross, Nicki Minaj, Bon Iver, just all these different people. But he was able to craft like a really great, damn near classic album from start to finish just on him understanding how to make a good album, mm-hmm. which I'm glad a lot of people don't know how to do that shit. Right. I think Kanye will end up being this generation's Dr. Dre when it's all said and done. That's uh, if he's not already there. I mean, he I mean, might. Yeah, he might already be there. But I think the thing that Kanye hasn't done is a few more of those where he's playing point guard for other people's albums. Like he did it for Common, mm-hmm. um, and you know, of course, some of the other good music projects. But I'd like to see, you know, somebody him take a like like him and Kendrick. You know, you tell me him and Kendrick gonna do an album. I'm I'm, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Or if he start working with somebody like Big Crit. Or if he did something with uh, with J. Cole. Like, some of these top-tier artists, if they decide, you know what, I'm going to let Kanye play point guard on my album, and we're going to do something that's going to shake the world up. But, you know, that's yeah. it's a lot I, of money I, that... I definitely hear that. A lot of money that gets in the way of, of really good projects. You know, I, and that's, mm-hmm. that's, you know, another one of my things that I'm really disappointed in hip-hop is we can't get any more really great hip-hop groups because everybody wants to get the individual money. And, you know, it's nothing wrong with that, but it's just one of those things. Uh, I'm actually trying to think of, like, a, a rap group <laughs> right now, and I'm not 
Right, Sharmer? Like, there's, like, people that have labels with, like, rappers on them. Right, you got and they the do, crews. Like, like, but I yeah, cruise it, but I don't know about I don't know when's the last time I really heard like a group. A rap group. I mean I guess you could technically say Ray Shermer, but <laughs> I don't know how much uh Yeah. I mean that's like a duo though. I mean like a group, group like three like four. three or more people. I mean you got yeah. Slaughterhouse, but they like, have a like, flaw. Yeah, yeah, like Slaughterhouse, like I, at least three rap. I mean, there we've had like we got a lot we got a lot of good duos. We've yeah. had a lot of good duos in rap. I don't know if we had a lot of good groups. Well, like now. Like, I don't know if we have a lot of good groups now. So, I'm about to say, but because when I think groups, I think of like UGKs and Outkast and, you know, Tribe Called Quest and things like that. I kind of all grouped them into the same genre of rap as far as groups. But, like, it, it, right. is that a little different? When you when you think groups, you think of like three or more? Yeah, when I think of group, I think of, when I say, when I think of a group, a rap group, I think. I think like the locks, okay. right? Or like little brother when like when, when Ninth Wonder was like the, the official unofficial third member. Well, I think he was the official member, and so he stepped away like a little bit later. But like somebody that is a consistent presence in that dynamic. So if it's only two rappers and one producer, it's still a group. The Roots, right? The Roots is a well, they're a band, but right. they're also a group. You know, they 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 they, they the rappers kind of go in and out of that, but they're still you know Black Thought is always there, Quest Love, and the rest of them are always there. So when I think of like duos, I think of like two people. Like Outkast, I consider a duo. UGK, I consider a duo. A Ball, MJG, Mob D, you know, duos, groups, a tribe called Quest, De La Soul, Little Brother, The Locks. You know, I think of it in terms of like that. Okay. Well, hopefully one day I, I might have a group out and then we can take this thing over again because uh, that's a market <laughs> efficiency right now. And I do business and I'm all about market efficiency. So. All right. Shout out to that boy, G, a.k.a. Smooth Orator, for coming in, showing your boy love. Y'all make sure y'all check him out over there at Abernathy Magazine, the smoking section, NWAP. Everything, all the links will be in the show notes. Uh, I hope you guys had a little fun. Try to get more consistent. I'm trying because I want to do this thing. So if you got any questions, comments, please let me know. And uh, thanks for listening. We out here. Peace.